If you will, I want you to open your Bibles to the book of Acts, Acts chapter number 11, if you will. Acts chapter number 11. And I'm going to begin reading in verse number 19. And I'll read down through verse number 23. And uh, the thought that I want to bring this morning is this thought, Are you one of them? Are you one of them? Let me say just before I, I read and have just a word of prayer, I want to I wanna thank uh, Brother Bobby and his family and then uh, every one of you for the privilege of being able to be here. Uh, this is one of the few places that you, I, Glenn and I just feel at home. I mean, where else can you go and be beat up and still like it? Amen? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just one of them there places. And so, but... But no, it is a thrill, and I so much appreciate uh, appreciate uh, Miss Sandra and Miss Sandy putting up with us, uh, and uh, all those mornings she brought breakfast in bed and and had the had the steaks and all that. I just uh, not appreciate it, but <laughs> but I do appreciate uh, that. You don't know how much we we thrilled and enjoyed it. Thank you so so very very much, and and thank you for the honor of allowing us to come. In verse number 19, uh, I want to begin reading in Acts chapter number 11. The Bible said, And now they which were scattered abroad upon the persecution that arose after Stephen, uh, after a persecution arose uh, about Stephen, traveled as far as Phoenice and Cyprus and Antioch, preaching the word to none but unto the Jews only. And some of them were men of Cyprus and Cyrene, which, when they had come to Antioch, spake unto the Grecians, preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and great number believed and turned unto the Lord. Then tidings of these things came unto the ears of the church which, uh, which was in Jerusalem. They, see, uh, they sent forth Barnabas, that he should go as far as Antioch, uh, who, when he had came and had seen the grace of God, was glad and exhorted them all, that with purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord. Let's pray. Our gracious and most kind Heavenly Father, Lord, uh, we are indeed thankful for the, for the privilege and the honor of, of being able to be in the service this morning and Lord, we're thankful for the songs of Zion that we have enjoyed, uh, the, 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 the privilege that we have had being in the services this week. And Lord, our hearts thrill at what you've done. And Lord, just how that you've brought together this final day to culminate this great week together. Thank you for this great church and uh, the man of God you put here. Uh, thank you, Lord, for the, the, for the, the sweet folks, Lord, that... Uh, that we so much enjoy being with. But Lord, I pray that you would illuminate our minds and thoughts. Uh, uh, Lord, direct us, uh, give us every word that would, uh, uh, would need to be said. And we'll love you and thank you and praise you uh, for all that you're doing. For we ask it in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen and amen. As I said, and as you know my preaching... Uh, it's imperative that we understand the setting uh, 
uh, in which is going on here in this particular event in Acts chapter number 11. Uh, great persecution has risen up. They have stoned Stephen. And because of that, uh, this great persecution, uh, the, the, the children of God begin to uh, be dispersed and they begin to uh, go out through the known world at that time. Uh, notice here in, in verse number 19, it points out that these uh, uh, men that have been uh, under this persecution, uh, they rose up and they're uh, traveling and uh, they have went down through uh, Phoenice and Cyprus and, and there is a number of them uh, uh, that begin to end up down here at Antioch. And uh, when they get down there to Antioch, uh, uh, they begin to preach the word of God. And the Bible said that God put his hand upon them. Uh, and, and all of a sudden, uh, uh, there is a great number that begin to believe. Uh, may I say, as this uh, uh, movement here is uh, transpiring, all of a sudden, uh, uh, there is a notice uh, of what is being going on. Now, notice, if you will, uh, this, this notice or uh, this attraction to what is going on is not just uh, uh, just uh, one uh, a particular element, but notice literally uh, that this church now at Antioch has caught the attention of two worlds. It's caught the attention of the secular world, and it's caught the attention of the spiritual world. And all of a sudden, as it begins to uh, gain attention, the Bible said uh, there uh, that there was tidings. Uh, in other words, uh, uh, literally, the word there uh, uh, is uh, uh, the word, or are literally carrying the idea of that which is uh, uh, spoken with the idea, and it's being circulated, it's being uh, carried on, it's being uh, moved about. Uh, and, and uh, the world uh, and also uh, uh, the spiritual world uh, begins to take note of what's going on. But notice what begins to happen here. Notice in verse uh, number 22, the Bible said, Then tidings uh, of these things uh, came unto the ears uh, of the church which was in Jerusalem, uh, and they sent forth Barnabas uh, that he should go as far as Antioch. Now, you say, well, what, what is transpiring, Brother Bob? Well, this news begins to circulate. It begins to move and begins to stir about. And all of a sudden, the church leadership up there at Antioch begins to hear what's going on. Now, you say, well, what, 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 is, what is rising up? What is the concern within them that they begin to hear these tidings? Well, may I say they want to know uh, what's happening down there. Now, you say, well, why would they? May I say, if you'll study your Bible, and I'm, I'm not going to take the time uh, over in Acts chapter number 5 and, and several other chapters uh, uh, there in, in the book of Acts, uh, uh, may I say, there's been other stirrings uh, that's went on. Uh, there's been other happenings uh, that has transpired. Uh, matter of fact, uh, uh, those uh, uh, happenings uh, that have transpired, uh, uh, many of them uh, have not been of God. Uh, many of them are the stirring of the flesh. Uh, many of them are the stirring of nothing more than religion. 
A matter of fact, uh, over there in Acts chapter number 5, they begin to talk about and they give names of of certain leaders that uh, raise up and they lead a a little group out uh, and they go out uh, and there's a a stirring, there's an insurrection, there's a a movement going on and ultimately it comes uh, ultimately to nothing. Matter of fact, over there, you'll remember uh, over there in the courts uh, uh, there among the uh, Sadducees and, and also the Pharisees. Uh, uh, one day they were talking about uh, the movement and the stirring uh, that God had created and, and they wanted to, uh, there was an element that wanted right up and, and wanted to uh, fight against it. And, and there was a wise man there who says, uh, hey, if it be of God, you can't stop it. But if it not be of God, uh, it'll end in nothing anyway. And so the news, Brother Bobby, comes up there and they begin to hear the tidings that that something's happening down there. And it's not the idea. They want to know if there's a stirring. They want to know, is the stirring really a move of God or is it nothing more than the working of man? And so they decide in themselves, uh, the only thing we know to do, uh, Brother Smith, is we need to send somebody down there to find out what's going on. Uh, We need to find somebody uh, uh, that we can uh, send down there that will uh, survey uh, survey, uh, the situation, examine the situation, and find out if God's moving. And and so they they begin to uh, think uh, and they begin to say, uh, we can't send just any man. We need to send the right man. Now you say, well, what do you mean, Brother Bob? Well, the truth of the matter is... uh, if it's a move of God, may I say, whoever they send needs to know what they're looking for. Now, I'm not trying to be mean, but I want to tell you, I've been out here long enough that there's a lot of stirring going on, and there's a lot of people out there, and may I say, they don't know what they're looking for. Uh, may I say, they, 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 in other words, uh, they go into certain churches, uh, or they go into certain movements, uh, or they go into certain activities, uh, and I want to tell you, uh, they, uh, they, when they get through, uh, uh, you could ask them, well, was God there? They don't know because they don't know what they're looking for. Can I ask you a question this morning? Uh, do you know what you're looking for? Do you, do you really know what you're looking for? Uh, May I say, secondly, not only do you have to know what you're looking for, you'd have to recognize it when you see it. In other words, uh, I remember when I left uh, uh, Eastman Chemical and I'd uh, I'd went out uh, and uh, I thought, well, I'll subsidize sort of my living. And I don't know if you folks got it down here, but at home in the mountains, we, we got what we call ginseng. And we go out there and we dig ginseng. And, and may, may I say, I, if you can find enough of it, it sells for a couple of hundred dollars a pound. And, and I thought to myself, uh, I'm going to get rich dig, uh, digging ginseng. And I'd go out there. And at that time, my father-in-law uh, was alive. And we'd go out there in the mountains. And we'd walk around. And I, I knew what I was looking for. I, I was looking for ginseng. And my father-in-law would say, you going to dig it? I said, dig what? He said, that stuff you're stomping all over. You say, what do you mean? Hey, I want to tell you the truth. Uh, there's folks today that, that they think they know what they're looking for, but the truth of the matter is uh, they wouldn't recognize it. If it, if it was a, a true move of God, they don't know the difference uh, between the working of the flesh and a movement of God. They don't know the difference. But may I say, they decided they was a man that not only knew what he was looking for, but may I say, he would recognize, look, if you will, there in verse number 23, and it says, And who, when he came, had seen. 
In other words, uh, when old uh, Barnabas got down there uh, to, uh, to Antioch uh, and he went in uh, and he, he began to uh, look around and he began to, uh, began to see what was moving around. Uh, uh, the Bible said uh, uh, he, he saw it. You say, what did he see? Look what the Bible said. He saw the grace of God. And who, when he had seen it, had seen the grace of God. In other words, uh, uh, here old Barnabas is. Uh, uh, he's the right man. Uh, uh, you say, why? Because uh, he knew what he was looking for. And he knew he would recognize it uh, when he saw it. And he got down there. And uh, uh, he, began to, uh, he began to look. Uh, and the grace of God began to uh, reveal itself. Now, you, there's another thing I want to point out. Not only you can know what you're looking for. Not only must you recognize when you see it. But may I say, thirdly, you must know where to look for it. You must know where to look for it. You say, well, what do you mean, Brother Bob? May I say, there's a lot of folks today that they'll drive down the road, and, and I'm not trying to be mean. They'll pass and see this tent, and they'll think, well, well, this is a move of God. This is the grace of God is moving. But may I say, just because there's a tent here doesn't mean the grace of God's here. In other words, uh, I don't mean it wrong, but I, 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 I don't think I'm the only person that's ever showed up uh, and there's been, a, uh, there's been a tent sitting somewhere. And may I say, it's been filled with clowns and shysters and ponies and, and elephants and, and, and all kinds of stuff. May I say, uh, the facility does not dictate whether or not the grace of God is there. You say, well... It may be in the fineries of the building. It may be in the number of cars that, that's in the parking lot. May I say, dear friend, that doesn't dictate a thing. Uh, you say, what do you mean? May I say, uh, uh, this evening, most likely, uh, there's uh, uh, places probably off in major cities. Uh, they've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cars uh, uh, that are surrounding a statement, a stadium, uh, and there's uh, thousands and thousands of folks uh, that's gathered there uh, to watch 24 men run up and down a Feel. May I say, the grace of God uh, doesn't dictate uh, whether it's a tent, doesn't dictate uh, the number of cars, uh, doesn't dictate to the building that's there. Here's what you need to understand. The grace of God only resides in one place. You say, where is that? In the lives of people. Every Every time you find, with the exception of one time in, in the book of James, uh, when the grace of God is mentioned, or the word grace is mentioned, it has uh, a tie uh, to some person or some individual. Matter of fact, uh, uh, the first time uh, that you find uh, the word grace mentioned in the word of God is in Genesis chapter 6 uh, and verse number 8. And the Bible said, And Noah found grace. In the eyes of the Lord. May I say, dear friend, what do you need to understand is, if I'm going to look for grace, I can't look for it in a tent. I can't look for it in a building. 
I can't look for it uh, out there maybe where there's a, a humongous crowd of, of cars. Uh, may I say, the grace of God is only deposited uh, in the lives uh, of individuals. Uh, and if I want to see the grace of God, dear friend, I've got to look at people and look at the lives uh, of people. I've got to examine you. May I say uh, uh, this morning, may I say, the only place uh, God's grace resides uh, is in your life and in your heart. So I want to ask you a question. Would you recognize grace if you saw it? You say, well, I don't know if I would or not. Well, may I say Barnabas did. I, I don't know. In other words, it doesn't elaborate on what kind of building they had. It doesn't elaborate at the number that was there. Doesn't elaborate it as far as any of the, the physical makeup of, of what's going on uh, down there uh, at Antioch. Uh, uh, but here's the truth. Uh, when he got down there, he knew what to look for. He knew it when he would see it. And he knew where to look. Uh, and he began to examine, Brother Smith, the lives of those uh, that were there gathered uh, as a nucleus uh, uh, to make up the body of Christ. Uh, and the Bible said, and when he, had got, when he had got there and had seen the grace of God... I Immediately knew it was a move of God. You say, well, Brother Bob, what does it look like? Well, I, I want to take some time. And I want to look at, at, at some things that, 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 that if the grace of God is apparent in the life of an individual, it will reveal itself in, the, in this manner. May I say, first of all, the grace of God resides in converted people. Converted people. May I say, uh, a, a person that, that has no knowledge uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, ha, has not had a, a time and an instant uh, uh, in, their, in their life that they've come uh, uh, to the awareness of their sin uh, and they know that they're lost, doomed, uh, and they're now under the condemnation and abide under the condemnation of God. May I say, there is uh, no grace uh, residing in them. There may be grace uh, appropriated to them, but there's no grace in them at that point in time. You say, how do you know? Notice what the Bible said, verse 21, and believed and turned unto the Lord. The Bible said, and for the grace of God that bringeth salvation. I notice the Bible said, for, for by grace are you saved uh, through faith. Uh, in other words, uh, may I say, uh, uh, grace, uh, I want you've uh, accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, that grace uh, uh, resides there. That grace uh, uh, is revealed there. You say, well, Brother Bob, uh, how do you, may I say, a uh, grace bears fruit. I'm not trying to be mean, but, but I've been around a lot of folks that, that I've heard people, they'd look at them and they say, well, I just don't know if they're saved or not. Well, you, one of two problems. Either you don't know what you're looking for or they didn't get it. I'm just, I, I, I'm talking about this church. There's a, there's a stirring. It's caught the attention. Uh, the attention of two worlds. Uh, uh, the secular world. The spiritual world. I mean everybody knows uh, uh, there's something going on down there. And Barnabas got down there and he says yes uh, it's grace. Uh, and the reason it's grace uh, is here's a group of people and they are, they are converted people. You say what else? May I say they're a church people. 
look if you will there in verse number 26. And they assemble now, don't know, don't know, have a heart attack. And they assembled themselves with the church for a year. You, you thought Sunday to Sunday was bad. Hey, I'll tell you, I had surrendered to preach on, on, uh, 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 in uh, 1978. Uh, I surrendered to preach between, uh, on the, the Sunday just, just previous to Christmas. And uh, I, I surrendered to preach, preach my first message between uh, uh, Christmas and, and New Year's. And, and uh, uh, the church I grew up in, I was saved in, uh, the preacher found out that I'd surrendered to preach. And uh, he, he called me up and he said, we're going to have revival and I want you to be one of the preachers. I said, well, what's the date? He said, January 1 to January 31st. You say, how long do we go? We went January 1 to January 31st. I want to tell you, there was a day and hour that people that people desired. They wanted to be in the house of God. Amen. You say, where are we at now? I'll tell you where we're at now. We have, we have what we call a month of Mondays. You say, what do you mean? In other words, we'll... We'll go out and we'll get a pastor that's somewhere in the community and for the month, whatever that month is, uh, every Monday night we'll just sort of come together and have a little bit of a meeting and we've, we've cured and put a little salve on our religious uh, uh, convictions and uh, the, the, our rash that we had, that little reli- uh, religious rash, you know, that, we, that we've sort of uh, been itching and wanted, you know, and so we've, 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 we've soothed it out and we've got it all took care of. But I want to tell you, these folks were, uh, were, were church people. You say, what do you mean? In other words, uh, uh, they, 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 they assembled. The, the Bible tells us uh, uh, there uh, not to forsake ourselves, uh, uh, the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Hey, I want to tell you, I, uh, we, were, we were down there in uh, North Carolina over there in Mayberry, and uh, we were down there preaching for a friend of mine, and we, we took the morning and went up there, and we was off up there in Mayberry, and we were walking the streets uh, there, and, uh, you know, there was the barber shop, and there's all that other stuff, and we got down on the far end of town uh, there, just getting ready to go out of town, and there was this beautiful stone church. Wasn't real big. Had, had quite a bit of age to it, Brother Bobby. And I, I, I could be wrong, but I'd be willing to bet it probably wouldn't hold 100 people. And I looked over at the preacher, and this is what I said. I'd like to go to church there. I'd like to go to their church, Brother Smith, one time in that church, and I'd like to go to church with everybody that wanted to be at church one night. See, what you need to understand is when you got saved, God put you in the body. God, I want to tell you, there is a, 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 a church body, uh, uh, but may I say, there is also a local, I believe, local church body. And may I say, uh, you ought to be a member of that, of that local body, and God's put you there, and you've got an activity there. You've got a use there. Uh, you've got a need that's there. Uh, this church, if you've been put in this body, they, may I say, this church needs you. And I've got some news for you. You need them. May I say, he went down there and they were converted folks. They were church folks. But notice in verse 23, they were clean folks. 
You say, what do you mean? Notice he said, cleave unto the Lord. That means to, to remain in place, persevere, abide, be still, continue. In other words, uh, uh, may I say, uh, uh, the Bible said, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Uh, the Bible, I'm not going to go over there, but in Titus chapter number 2, and the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared unto all men, teaching them. You say, what does he teach them? Denying God of us. Live soberly and righteously in this godless world. May I say, if grace is active in your life, you know what? It's teaching you how to live. It's teaching you how to be a, a child of God. It's teaching you to be clean. It's teaching you the things that you need to abstain from and, and, and push away from. You say, what are we doing today? We're trying to, the, the movement of today is, is to try to make, hey listen, let me, let me back up. I believe the purpose that God has the intent of the church is to draw people out of the church, I mean out of the world, into the church so they don't resemble the world. But the move on today is let's, let's, let's take the church and draw the world into the church and, we're, and, and today in the day and hour we're living in the church is more like the world than the world's like the church. There ought, to be a, there ought to be an evident difference. There ought to be an evident difference. That's like the, the, the fellow there the other night was preaching, talking about uh, how that, that this brother got into whereby he's listening to the Word of God continually as he went to work every day. And uh, he come to his pastor and said, uh, there's a difference being made. And the guy, the preacher said, he asked the guy's wife, is there a difference? Yes, there's a difference. I want to tell you, the Word of God uh, will make a difference in your heart and life. May I say, uh, if we hide the Word in our heart, it'll teach us not to sin against God. The Word of God washes and cleanses us. Uh, in other words, here these people are. They're converted people. May I say, they're church people. They're, they're clean people. But notice in verse number 27 down through verse number 29, they're compassionate people. This fellow comes down there and he begins, to, he begins to talk about a great dearth that's getting ready to come. It hadn't even got there yet. And he begins to relate the need of how that there's going to be a need and there's people that are going to, a brethren, a, a, their, their brethren in Christ a, that are going to have a, have a need in their life. And you know what these folks done? They begin to give. Hey, I want to tell you, the, the, the dearth hadn't happened. They, they said, hey, we'll go ahead. And they begin to give. You say, why? Because they love the brethren. By this shall all men know that you're my disciples because you have love one for another. In other words, when Barnabas showed up, he knew what he was looking for, he knew he'd recognize, he knew where to look, and he began to look in the lives of folks that were occupying that church down at Antioch. And immediately began to recognize they're converted, they're church, they're clean, they're compassionate. In other words, when we begin to look, notice if you will, They are catching the attention, as I said, they caught attention of the secular society. They caught attention to the spiritual world or the spiritual society up at Jerusalem. I preached the whole message to get to this one point. Notice a verse that we read over and over and over and over and we quote. They caught, they caught another eye. Look at verse number 26. 
And the disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. That word Christian there means follower of Christ. And I want to make a statement. Nowhere in the entire Bible did they ever call themselves Christians. They always called themselves those of the way. Remember when Paul went down for a fish that he might find any of that way. They referred to themselves as, as, as those of the way. They, they never did call themselves Christians. But, but notice here, uh, the Bible said they were called Christians uh, first at Antioch. Now, I, you'll have to forgive me, and I, this, I don't want you to take this uh, in, the, in the wrong spirit in which uh, I want to bring it to you, but may I say on numerous occasions, uh, I, I have preached it myself, uh, that it was a derogatory name, a, a slur name that was given to them by the world. That's what I've always heard. Brother Smith, that's what I've always preached. But you know what? Studying will ruin good preaching. <laughs> you say, well, what do you mean? Well, I, 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 I was studying. I was reading this text. I, I, was, I was preparing, trying to, to get this. And I, I, I've got to, if you get a chance, if you love word studies, there's a, spirit, a fellow by the name of Spirio Zodiates. He's a converted Jew, and he's got two great... Uh, books out, New Testament, Old Testament. Uh, they're the new. They're, they're the King James Bible, and over every word through there, uh, he has the he has the the Strong's Concordance number. He tells you uh, whether it's a, a, a noun, a verb, a, a, a tense, uh, and, uh, and 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 he, and the, the New Testament's got the Strong's in the back. But but every noun, then uh, that that uh, word, that that number will be in bold. And when that number's in bold. You go to a section that he makes a specific note that he tells you there's something to regard about that word. And that word there called is in bold. And it means to utter as an oracle or bear a title. The verb use were called means, listen to this, it was a direct word from God as a divine oracle. In other words, that same word uh, was used over there uh, when uh, uh, the Magi were there and they'd come and they were, they were searching for Jesus. And, and Herod uh, uh, says, uh, you go find a child and then bring me word. And you know how that they're over there and they've spread their gifts out and they're getting ready to go back to tell Herod. And all of a sudden, listen to this, uh, the word of God came to them told him not to go. That, that same word is being used there. Now, I don't know if this will impact you like it did me. But may I say the church didn't call them Christians. And society didn't call them Christians. May I say their God called them Christians. Now, you folks that know me, know how much of a vivid imagination I've got. But I, Brother Bobby, I, I went into the mode of, of this instant, of this, of this event right here going on. Now remember how many times that God the Father has said, this is my beloved Son 
in whom I'm well pleased. And I, I was carried away to this particular event, and, and Brother Smith, I could see God sitting up on the throne. His darling son sitting there co-equal at the Father's right hand. And intently he watched, the, he watched what was going on in this little church down in Antioch. And Brother Bobby, he would look at that church and he would look at the grace of God being exemplified in their life. Then he would turn Brother Smith to his right and he'd look at his son. He'd look back at what was going on and look at the lives of those individuals that were there. He'd look back at his son. And then he looked back and he said, Christian. Christian. Christ. Immediately, you know what the Holy Spirit asked in my heart? Are you one of them? I didn't ask you if you were saved. I didn't ask you if you could take me at a day and a place and a time that you went to an old-fashioned altar and knelt somewhere in a brush arbor. I didn't ask you any of that. I asked this morning, under the divine oracle of what God said when he saw a little group of people they had caught the world's eye they'd even caught the church's eye but may I say on that day there was a little group of people converted clean churched and compassionate that caught the eye of the one and the only one that we really need to be concerned about and he looked brother Smith and he said of all that are going on from what I see here and what I see here. I see a likeness. Christian. I don't know about you, but I want to be one of them. Would you stand, please?